0: Welcome. To I'm gonna let you finish on the Pantheon Podcast Network with your hosts, Court and Amy. It's Hi. Us. This Hi. is show 79. We're getting closer to hundred. Show 79. We're two and a half years in. Actually, yeah, well, two and a half because June two and a half. June yeah. will make three years of, of I'm electric. I know. Finish, and and June crazy. will
1: also make the last time I was on a plane.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, wow. what's that i just hear the button going over I my see head them. i hear people talking about yeah, them yeah, yes you know what I, mean? I had a friend who just got back from a vacation a beach and i was like i have not put my foot in water that was not on a new york beach in years it's been so long since i've been to an island somewhere
1: Long,
0: not long. Long, long, long. No, long, long Island. Yeah, well, that don't count. I need, long
1: Island? I need the
0: kind <laughs> where, you know, where somebody's coming by and they have a nice tropical cocktail that they give me and shit. Oh. <laughs> the Bronx? That
1: doesn't do, they
0: Kinda.
1: don't do that in the Bronx? <laughs>
0: well, speaking of the Bronx, you know, let's get all of the sass about the way. Well, well one good thing. Cardi B, a native of the Bronx, has announced that she is helping to pay for the funerals of all 17 people who were killed in the Bronx fire. So she's going to help with the expenses of, because, you know, they had the, the mass funeral here, but they want to fly the bodies home. So she's covering the expenses for those yeah, families. It's, it's a
1: huge Gambian fan yes. uh, community from yes. the Gambia. Um, you know, we have made our opinions about Cardi over and over again. I don't care whether you like the woman's music or not. This right. woman steps up every time, not when she's asked to, she steps up. A- and that's all I want to say about her. And she steps up and she doesn't make a big production deal about it. And uh, she is not from the Gambia, so she doesn't have mm-hmm. a cultural link. But I mean, mm-hmm. so. You don't-
0: but what she said is she says, I'm from the Bronx. I right. still, a lot of my family and friends still live and work in the Bronx. I will yeah. always see if I can help. Do you know who else stepped up? <laughs> surprisingly enough oh. bethany frankel bethany, i'm not surprised at that yeah. at all
1: she does a lot of stuff off the she does a lot of charity work but kind of not super yeah i mean
0: she and what she did was really different because you know yes there's a lot of government services and stuff out there helping people and the mayor's fund but you know some people are you know people have different issues so they were just burned out of the house. So what are they asking everybody for when they come there? Where's your paperwork? What do you have? People fled their house in a fire. People don't have anything. What Bethany did was she came with boxes full of supplies and gift card w- and and cash cards and yeah. came to that hotel where those families were and gave them supplies and cash without no paperwork being needed. And I think, you know, we have to make it. I know they're always worried about people scamming, but that can't be the first line of defense. And when people are in trouble, it can't be like, where's all your paperwork for us to help you? They've been burned out of this building. You need to just help them. Then <laughs> last night, I get a prompt that Andre Leon Talley died. And I'm just like, well, that just came out, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And that just was really sad. You know, listen, I know with some people, he has a complicated history, I think a lot with with maybe more men than women, but he was an amazing guy. And, you know, he did break a lot of grounds in fashion. He's an icon for, for the community. And there's nobody else like that in fashion. You notice the new editors and everything today, they're a little more reserved. They're not, there's no one who was just so big and grand. He was just always so grand. Well, he
1: he and, you know? he recognized, and I really recommend the documentary, the Gospel According to Andre Leon Talley. Forget, yeah, it's really good. Because there was there was a time um, that he almost could veer into caricature in a way. Yes, but. That said, when you watch this, you you can't you come to realize and come to appreciate that that was part of his sort of his his sort of the flamboyance in the sense that it was capital f fashion for him. yeah, and and there was so, and there's something at a time where um you know it it, it's not embraced yes fashion is escapism and he was aware of that but he was also very socially conscious and he became more and more of a spokesperson quietly behind the scenes for representation of black models black designers black art directors black editors because none of these decisions get made unless the people at the top
0: are having a represent- conversation.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So, um, he's, you know, people used to clown on him because he was so larger in life and sort of a Cruella De Vil kind of with the capes and everything. Mm-hmm. But he was actually watching this documentary. He's actually very funny. Mm-hmm. was very funny. And, um, yeah, very sad because he was... Um, a very essential, even if you don't care about fashion, you know, mm-hmm. it's like that the devil's wears Prada where she's like going, Oh, that blue. And she goes, Oh, mm. you mean that blue mm-hmm. that someone saw someplace in someplace, and now you're wearing it. Right. Even if you don't quote unquote care about fashion, he made a huge impact in terms of how we look at art and yep. aesthetics, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, um, the, the very sad, he had had poor health for quite, yeah, some, time. For quite some time. So, um, And then on a really, really sad note, as as we finished last week, we got the news that the, uh, again, a term um, that is overused, but oh my God, applies in this case, the legendary, iconic, one of a kind, Ronnie Spector passed away. They don't make um, him like
0: that anymore. All I can tell you. That's a certain type of New York
1: uptown new york
0: just don't make them like that anymore. the headline (laughs) in the in the rolling stone
1: obit was the queen of the new york dolls you know she was she was and and you know certainly for a younger generation you can hear her and see her influence in amy winehouse that's Mm -hmm. the most obvious because amy winehouse was a huge fan of all the girl groups not Mm -hmm. just the ronettes um but in the older groups, when you listen to groups like the New York Dolls and the Ramones and these and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, those, the Ronettes were coming up at the same time that these guys were yeah. making bands. Just a phenomenally, that voice, Be My Baby is like, it's a perfect song. And her look, the, you know, the eyeliner and the beehive and and so, and performing pretty much up until the end. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, listen,
1: very sad.
0: It's a legendary Washington Heights. Spanish ca- Harlem, not Washington you, Heights. I thought, was was Span- wa- I thought she was Washington I thought she Heights.
1: Was, well, but New York City. Let's see New York City. Very, and, and a multiracial group, um, a group, they opened for the Rolling Stones, dated, the Ro- dated members of the Rolling Stones. It was Keith Richards who inducted the Ronettes into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know that genre of music. You oh, know, you're right, of-
0: East Harlem. You're right. Yeah, she's, she's the, East the, Harlem. yeah, yeah. the
1: the super, they kind of do up and the girl group stuff. Right. I mean, it is foundational to so much of uh, of the girl groups we hear now. I mean, I'm sorry if for a group like Destiny's Child to pretend they never listened to the Ronettes, or I'm not saying they are, but all these groups, that was the template for it, and so. A great, great, um, her and Darlene Love, probably the two best female vocalists of that era. And, um, yeah, so it was her, her stuff is great. Um, go and listen to the Ronettes. I believe the two, her, it was her sister and her cousin and her. So rest in peace, Veronica Bennett Spector. So
0: yeah, five um, kids. I didn't realize she, Ronnie had five kids.
1: Yeah, none of them, thankfully, with Phil Spector, I don't think.
0: No, two are with Phil Spector. Oh, uh, well. well <laughs> I don't know.
1: Maybe they got her gene pool.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, as we said when Phil Spector died, miserable human, even she said it, amazing producer, lousy husband, a miserable human being, but you cannot deny the man's talent.
0: Well, it's perfect that you say miserable human being because we're about to talk about one that was... How do we say in France where I'm not from? Deported. <laughs> oh, by the
1: way, look who came to say hello.
0: Oh, it's Spoonie finally. Spoony, what's up? Spoonie the cat has not made an appearance in weeks. I was starting to worry because that tail would always pop up on the screen. <laughs> she goes, she, her tail's in my has, face There again. it is. So yeah, Novak Djokovic, Novak Novak's, Novak's dopovic <laughs> and t, uh, Australian tennis. The head of Australian tennis came up with some plan that he thought would work. It amazingly backfired. It has caused an international incident. And here's all I'm going to say on this. And I've said it a million times on this show. I don't believe in forcing anybody to have a vaccine. I think you should get it if you want to. But if you don't, Fine. But then I think you have to realize during a global pandemic that sometimes you just might have to sit some shit out. It can't be like, I don't want to do the thing that's required that everybody else is doing. Then I should get to do the other thing anyway. It's like, listen, something's got to get, we got to try to end this shit. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, I am 1000% here for you making that choice. But then I'm, not- I'm also thinking, <laughs> no, I am, but you got to yeah. stay home. Yeah. You can't you can't do it. That's that's my only thing. We're in a global health crisis. No matter what you think about it, we are actually still in the middle of it. And the reason why all of these variants keep going around is everybody's just got it in their mind that it's over and they say, well, it's just gonna be like the flu one day. But nobody said that's today. And I do know people who were asymptomatic, you know, and didn't have really horrible COVID. But the after shit that they're having is lasting a lot longer than the actual COVID that they didn't really get badly. So there's this weird thing where it's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Just be like, I got to sit this year out and I'll see you guys next year. But this whole circus was an embarrassment to, to Australia. It's an embarrassment to him, even though he doesn't seem to think so. And it's, it's really annoying because I think it's it's starting to get to the point of of selfishness. It's like yes,
1: so, I, wait a minute, starting to get to the point of selfishness. <laughs> Starting to get to the point of selfishness. I wish you guys could
0: see her face when, when, when she He has to that. be
1: vaccinated for mm-hmm. every other disease to enter into certain countries and to go to school and mm-hmm. everything else. I don't want to get into a thing, but the way you end diseases and variants is for everyone not to vaccinate. Here's my, he lied. Full stop. Yes. He lied to get into the country. He lied about his status. He put other people at risk. He put other people at risk. So, yes, tennis is a solo sport in that he doesn't have a team, unlike, Mm -hmm. you know, Kyrie, but very selfish and arrogant and selfish. And you know what? He's not going to be able to play in the French Open. He's not going to be able to play in Wimbledon. He's not going to be able to play at Arthur Ashe. So clearly he is so determined to die on this hill, possibly literally. You know, so I have zero sympathy for the man. I really do because he, right? He's decided it's more. That, important oh, I have, to I have take zero sympathy stand.
0: for him. He's like, more important for him when to it, take
1: a stand. You know.
0: Well, my thing is he lied. We've talked about that. He lied. Don't this for everybody. I will say it again for all of you people. When people always say shit like "my people" and "people," I worked at two different management companies, so I was someone's people. I knew their schedule better. Than, they never know their schedule. I knew their schedule better than anyone. I have filled out paperwork for artists, to, and artists and product to get in and out of just about every fucking corner of this globe. That paperwork, you go over it and you go over it again. And when you answer questions, you know what you're putting on there. His people know his schedule. That is not a mistake to put. He did not travel within 14 days or however many amount of days with him coming into Australia. It was not, it was on purpose because they knew that thing would get his paperwork stopped and the visa would be denied. So whenever you hear people start saying something about people's people, it's a very easy way to kind of try to throw people under the bus, but... Those people put that on there on purpose. It was not a mistake. And he knew about it. You talk to your artist about what you got to do in the paperwork you're filling out. This is he wasn't going on some tour. He's one person. You know what I'm saying? One. Per- you weren't worried about dancers in the band. No one can pull the I had no idea because no,
1: he's, he's been <laughs> deported. I think yeah. his tennis career is over.
0: No, no, it's
1: not. He's not going to be able to play in any major tournament. We
0: will see. Let's see. Because we've seen people grant people special access for bullshit. I'm not because he's too big. Here's the thing. They have no Serena. And he's the number one tennis player male on the male side. He's that not coming is, to New York. I will almost bet you he won't come to New York. But we'll see what, what happens by the time September rolls around. Maybe he'll
1: get up. vaccinated. Maybe he'll straighten his oh, monkey we'll ass what, out.
0: We'll see what happens with yeah. New yep. York by the time September rolls around. You know what? France is next. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Because they just passed that law. And the law, the, the French health minister just said there will be no exemption.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have, like I said, I have zero sympathy for anyone who will not get vaccinated. Full stop. Zero sympathy. Get vaccinated. It's very easy. You have to get vaccinated for everything else. I have a student right now who for some reason is, you know, wants an exemption, you know, got an exemption. So I have to create a curriculum. To, no, get your ass vaccinated or don't go to school. It's really simple. Amy, you know, I mean, it's like, Amy. no, it's really, no, seriously, it's really simple. It's like, I don't believe in car seats. Well, you have no choice. You have yeah, to have you don't know If that
0: student has an underlying condition, you don't know.
1: Then don't go to school this year. Wait to your Don't underlying to condition. There is no underlying. No, if she's no, I have no sympathy. Then, You're then, hardcore. then take an online class. Don't ask right. to take a uh, a class that's on whatever the point is that i have zero sympathy for him i hope he gets vaccinated i hope he sees the light i know he was raised in a you know in rough circumstances i know he's a national hero it's been a
0: long time since he's been in those circumstances no i i
1: mean and i and and i know he's living in a country that's very messed up right now in terms Mm -hmm. of its government but i have zero sympathy for him likewise i have zero sympathy for Kyrie irving who i think is the poster child for selfishness because unlike chokovic who is making stupid decisions, but stupid decisions for himself. Um, Kyrie Irving is making stupid decisions that are is impacting his team's chances, who are paying him buckets and buckets of money of possibly getting into the championship because he is not allowed to play any. He can't play home games in New York, which means he can't play at Barclays. He can't play at the Garden. There's a couple other cities he can't play either. Right. He can't play in Canada. Mm -hmm. So, again, what what point is he making? What is it like? Stop it. You know, what again, my thing making? is this
0: with him. I understand if you believe it then be like I'm sitting out the entire year. That's what you need to do. Yeah, Don't get a the, check. the in and out because now that Kevin Durant is hurt. But my big issue with Kyrie is it's always something with him. Right. Every right. team he's been on. This, to, to me, this is just the latest Kyrie thing because there's right. something every team. He was supposed to be the man in Boston. That didn't work out. He was unhappy in Cleveland and mad about that. That didn't work out. So, of course, he came here, and even before COVID, was, they paid him bucket loads of money, and he stays injured, so he plays, like, 20 games a season or some bullshit. So, to me, him not playing is, like, it's been since he's been here, so I'm like, it's just another Kyrie thing. That's how I look at him because of no, course just, it is zero tolerance for this And uh, this
1: point. Yeah, we're going you on know right this here. subject. I've I zero. know
0: this subject really. No, you know, because is come on, rough. because
1: we're all doing the right thing, and everybody else can too. Because if this were a measles vaccine, nobody would be complaining. Listen, all of these I'm people like are vaccinated. Right. Yeah. Every. Like,
0: If a head starts to grow out the side of my head, fuck it. It's like, we don't even know what we're eating in our food. So if this (laughs) If you did drugs in New York City in the bathrooms in the 80s, give me a break. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you really think
1: think that was cocaine? I don't think so.
0: (laughs) I did have one. Let's talk
1: about something fun. Let's talk about something we love. Talk about that underground singer you've been championing. That woman. Who is she? What's her name again?
0: Adelaide. Adelaide. I I will say this. I made a prediction last week that there would be a video with lots of beauty lighting, <laughs> yeah, good makeup and expensive clothes. What I didn't figure on was the black people expressive dancing in, in between. Yeah, what was those that shots. about? There was a lot of.
1: Is that the Rich Paul influence?
0: <laughs> is that because she's got, got really good seats honey, at the cryptocurrency it center? Got, it got very. I damn. was like. Look I at that. was like. I was like, come what's on, Dance Africa. I was like, yes, yeah, Dance Africa real just I didn't know that Urban Bush women were doing videos. <laughs> Big, full like, on. Print. It's it uh, very impressive. Go down. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so evidently. She is now Adele, LaQuisha, Harris, Johnson, Jobs. Well, it was directed
1: by the same guy who did my favorite video. My two favorite Adele videos are uh, Chasing Pavements. I love, I love that, that video. I love that video. And I love um, Rolling in the Deep. And, this and is I the really same like guy. this
0: one, too. You know what I mean? That's what I'm like, saying.
1: But it's the same director did Rolling and, in the Deep.
0: She gives us what we want. Looking pretty, expensive clothes. She ain't Dance around and dance Africa. So I was here for it. Yeah, I really I mean, liked it.
1: I like it a lot. I mean, it's Adele. It's I like that. It's that one shot. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, she's not a dance music artist. She doesn't well, dance, so she would look absolutely ridiculous at this stage of her career trying to get up there and dance. And I think ooh, like it, remember it when works.
0: Whitney used to dance. Do you remember that? When yeah, used to but Whitney was dance? under
1: pressure to do that. See, no, Adele, I don't no think Whitney,
0: has- No, Whitney wasn't a Whitney wanted to dance. She was not under pressure to do that. No, she was. Do you think Whitney was under pressure to do that? No, here's
1: why. Because Whitney started, seriously, because I wrote an essay about her. No, I did. I had to research that. When she got that blowback about not being black enough, one of the criticism was you're not black enough and you're not white. So she felt like she had to up. Do you really yeah. think Clive Davis wanted her? Up? He wanted her elegant and, and kind of like, right. she felt like she had to up the quote unquote blackness, which is when she started working right. baby face and right. I'm your baby, and and baby
0: face. That's why the whole I'm your baby tonight. Right. So I'm not right. saying
1: she sat there and goes, oh my God, if I don't dance, they're going to hate me. But she suddenly decided.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about when she was dancing during the I want to dance with somebody phase. Remember that? Oh, yeah, but that performances- yeah. but that was more st-
1: dancing. That but was very <laughs> white girl from the waist up dancing. <laughs> that was a lot of waist up like. Cut to the criminal <laughs> and cut off. It wasn't, nobody was, I mean, you know what I mean? That was waist up dancing. Like, there
0: was nothing wrong else, with that. You know who else who does t- terrible when they try to dance? Alicia Keys. I oh, do not know why. I, I don't want to. I cry. went to see her at Madison Square Garden yeah. I went with, with a bunch of people. I don't know why I went to that show. Anyway. Well, when she was trying to dance, I was like, Why do you try to dance? I know. You cannot dance. Uh, why do you try?
1: Why do you try to could just we could just start that with everything Alicia Keys? All right, but let's talk about a dance music artist and a, a, a an artist. Well, every kind of music, not just dance music. You Who love also him. has a new video out. Stromae, and he has a new video out called, and I cannot pronounce it, it's a l'enfer. It means hell in mm-hmm, French. Mm-hmm. He does sing in French, he's a Belgian rwandan artist he sings in in french um you guys know who stormy is i mean his third album is going to come out he's going to be uh uh up high on the bill at coachella which we'll talk about puts on a phenomenal i've seen his concerts online so is he going to tour the states this time you think hopefully yeah hopefully but he's doing coachella i mean for sure right um There's just no one like him. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's a great songwriter. Yes, he does sing in French, so you do have to... You know what's great about him? I don't speak French. I sometimes look at the lyrics, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. online. But you can feel what he's talking about, even though you don't know what he... And he talks talks about very deep stuff. I mean, he Mm -hmm. talks about... Um, you know, growing up without a father, he talks about. um And this song is about sort of the darkness when you reach a, a, a dark part. You know, it's very much in that Jacques Brel romantic sort of mm-hmm. existential French, but and it's dance music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got this edge. Of, he's very so. I was. I hope he tours. So far, two singles off this forthcoming album, and they're both good. And neither one of them sound like either. The other one, so I'm very, I'm very, very excited about Stereomai. They and so he and Adele both have new singles out and both have new videos out and um, super arty. So yeah, Coachella. So the headliners. Mm-hmm. Um, never been to Coachella. Never had. I mean, the, that Coachella yeah. has jumped the shark. I think we all yeah, know that.
0: But yes.
1: The headliners are pop. Each not um, each of the week- weekends are. It's already sold out. First off,
0: yeah. Well, it always it sells out. Yeah, it's it's, already sold because it's because it's that's the jump, the sharpness of it. Right now, it's that thing. Right, where and there's everybody fashion, goes, There's like a
1: Coachella look,
0: floral, the floral crown, floral crown, the right kind yeah. of boot and the short, and the, you know, it's
1: a bit much. It's a it's, bit much. I mean, when insecure sets an episode, there you know that like things have gone. But anyway, mean, so Billie Eilish is the first headliner. The first weekend is Harry Styles and some of the acts. Uh, it's, they're huge uh, huge acts. I can't read the poster because it's made for 20-year-olds because the right. font is so freaking tiny. Right. So it's Harry Styles with Lil Baby, Daniel Caesar, and everybody in the world. Billie Eilish with Stromai and Megan Thee Stallion and everybody in the world. And then Yay with Doja Cat, Run the Jewels, and everybody in the world. And I think these are all three great um, mm. all three great acts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those are great acts, but that just lets you know, right? How much has jumped the shark because that's not what Coachella was. It you wasn't mean, a big... It's what it was, you No, know, right? but it's like all of these festivals to me are the same show, just with different names and different locations with the same acts. Because it used to be this one would be geared toward like rock bands and like hardcore, really cool dance acts and that kind of shit. This one over here was more... Like like the Lollapalooza loser was more right. like those alternative. But now they all just book the same people. So it's just in different locations, those names that are legendary that people keep using. But there's nothing that seems special about that. You know what I mean? That well, could be Governor's Ball in New York. That sounds like the same thing.
1: I, would, I see what you're saying. But first off, keep in mind that they had to cancel it last year, that people are not doing big nationwide tours. So I would say mm-hmm. a chance to see Harry Styles, who is an arena artist at this point. And Billie Eilish. I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but Rage Against the Machine. Harry was
0: just got off a nationwide U.S. tour. He just did it literally it just ended you know all
1: right well now more i mean but he's huge
0: yeah, yeah i he's, guess right, i understand yeah. what
1: you're saying because it yeah. was like an alternative thing but alternative yeah. has no meaning anymore as a phrase right right none of this has meaning anymore no, it really just,
0: doesn't and, and none of this coachella to me it just all seems like another marketing moment for all It the instagram tiktok moments it of it totally all totally is it know?
1: totally is but with that said, these are, um, I don't think any of these acts are like the, the event, like, oh my God, I can't believe they're playing right. here. They right. are, I hear what you're saying. They are like, oh, big surprise, Billie Eilish, the biggest female, you know, P.U. Pops are big surprise, right. yay, the biggest. But I think they will be good shows. Oh, listen,
0: they'll be great shows, right? All three of them are good shows. people. They'll be great you know? shows, and you could also see them down the street at the Piggly Wiggly, and they're you know, you know, stopping at the Publix on Tuesday.
1: I would go to the Piggly Wiggly <laughs> that Harry Size
0: was at. Because You're obsessed I, with him. You are really obsessed yeah, with him. Yeah, me and
1: five million other people. <laughs> um, I love him and I've always mm-hmm. loved him. You have. But, and yes. I love Billie Eilish. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, we have our issues with Yay, but great in concert. He
0: puts mm-hmm. on a great
1: show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, and he'll pull some shenanigans. And that's what people want. They want the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And and the big news is that Swedish House Mafia has gotten back together. Which what, what is does like, that mean?
0: oh, wow, great. Who like, are they? I mean, I know they're. Their dance act. And they've yeah, had, I mean, pop, I know and Are and they and like three guys pop, who stand, and, they've, and they've had some pop hits, but yeah, they don't. Yes. Kind there's of. There's three that. guys who
1: stand behind a turntable, go whoop, whoop.
0: Basically too. Okay. Yeah, basically, so yeah. like
1: a really poor man's, um, Joe Casal, like yeah, a super know. poor man's without being well, talented. No,
0: well, you know, they have a lot, they have hits and they've remixed a lot of shit. You know, they, okay. they were at that moment when the EDM thing really just was ridiculously huge and we were all scratching our heads and people were getting David get a world. Yes. And everybody was getting like a hundred thousand. I'll tell you offline once where they wanted me to get a remix by a certain someone in that world. And that certain someone people, people said to me, well, you know, he gets a hundred thousand dollars plus publishing. He's a big star. I said, not bigger than the name I'm calling you about. <laughs> it's like are you are you kidding well, me Well, it must be a big deal because they- <laughs> i was like we're not giving away publishing for a remix and a hundred thousand dollars no honey come on no yeah, not no. worth it no well
1: one person
0: oh and again um, no
1: yeah and then that that would be a no <laughs> um someone who's not going out on tour celine dion so celine you Poor
0: know celine, celine
1: no, I'm being. Why are you singing that? Oh, I say, I'm
0: singing. I'm singing for Celine right now, oh, and you were interrupting my chakra for Celine because an, something's I, we, going on with Celine.
1: We, we've said this before that she is supposed to be, not supposed to be. That I She's like, a super very, nice, super very, nice,
0: very nice woman. Very nice woman. Very nice. But she's having some sort of medical issues where she had to cancel. She was supposed to go back to Vegas for mm-hmm. a, a new Vegas residency. And then she was supposed to continue her courage world tour. And now she's canceled. The, she has the, back issues. They said her uh, muscular. Muscle, there's some kind of muscle spasms muscular. that are just happening and not stopping. And this has been for a while and she's recovering and uh, ready yet. So that's mm-hmm. a lady that we want to get well, because even though she is Canadian to Americans, I still believe like Celine Dion is a national treasure. Canada
1: is America. You know that, right?
0: Well, I mean, North America, sweetie.
1: Canada is I mean. North America. Oh, you know fuck.
0: That, right? <laughs> <laughs> wait. I was, all, married. Wait, I was married. Wait, 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 wait. With all defiance, North America. And you're like, bitch.
1: I yeah. was and married. Like, I was love. married. I married a Canadian guy when I was a teenager 19 years old to help him stay. He was my boyfriend, oh, but we God. got married so he could get his green card. Uh, and I would refer to being American. And he'd <laughs> go, I'm an American. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I like, I like yeah, Canadians. but you know what?
0: But Canadians don't call themselves American. They say they're ca- Canadian. You know what I mean? So well, I, don't know. I mean, but they
1: are American. If you tell a Canadian they're not yeah. American, they'll go, uh, look at a map. Right, there we are.
0: That is true, but I like Celine too. I don't
1: really, her music doesn't mean much to me, but she seems like a super nice person. Mm -hmm. I certainly hope she has like a a slush fund to live on while Uh, she isn't able to tour. I think,
0: for some reason, do
1: you think she's gonna be okay?
0: I have a sneaking suspicion,
1: (laughs) okay? Okay. (laughs) I don't want to have to set up a GoFundMe for her
0: (laughs) that she might be all right. OK, because I couldn't
1: live with the guilt knowing that Celine was not going to be OK
0: someplace in a dirty ward, sharing right. a room with going back, other people
1: going back to that shotgun shack. She grew up in, <laughs> in French speaking Canada with her 15 brothers and sisters, and they worked in the circus. I made up that last part, but she did have a lot of brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were circus people, but I hope mm-hmm. she does get better because she seems she's super nice. And we like we like showmanship. We Damn do, it.
0: and listen. Nobody can sing a tune like a thing. It's like a giant lady screaming at you for two hours. It's fabulous.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a selling point. You know? Remind <laughs> me not to have you do the press release for that. Celine nope. Dion is back. A giant lady screaming at you. Her heart will go on. Her back isn't in good shape, but her heart will go on for
0: two hours. <laughs> for two hours. <laughs>
1: I talk a little. You want to talk about Morales, or do you oh want to? Oh my god! Just... Okay,
0: here's the thing. Let me just say this, people. When you you know, I'm the dance. I love dance music. I just do. I feel I'm a big pop fan, but I think today's pop music is shit. So there's not a lot that really excites me. If I can one thousand percent honest, but the masters keep coming out with great albums, and David Morales has a new album called Life Is a Song. And it right now is exclusively on Track Source. I believe it is everywhere on the 27th of this month. And do yourself a favor. If you love amazing house music, you need to just get it. Because David is just the kind of beats, grown, sexy, danceable. How, the kind that of make you, your body just move, you throw your hands in the air. The kind, Amy, that you would hear in Fort Greene. That oh, just, back in the day, yes, back yes, in the day. Yes. It's a full vibe, and the first single is- No, he's great. Yeah, and the first single is featuring, oh, I don't know. It's called I Can Dream, and it's featuring the legendary alternate, the Yay. legendary legendary We alternate, love her. Who is coming out. She's finishing up her 10th album. She's coming out. So, but you know-
1: yeah, no, is too, too, he, yeah. is, what's Shep Pettibone doing these days? Is he still around? Well, well
0: you know, Shep retired from remixing years ago. But okay. you know, Shep owns like the Paradise Club and that hotel in, 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 in where is it? Not Atlantic City, it's, um, where's the rocking horse? Asbury Park and the, the oh, gay wow. hotel and clubs. Yes, he's, oh, wow. so he's. Okay. Good for him. People have tried, they just put out a vinyl box set a box set of, of greatest remixes overseas that bill coleman did the liner notes for Oh, but perfect! people have tried to pull him out to be like would you remix something again but no he's just junior vasquez
1: story. is he retired too
0: he's retired but he's still in new york and i think he does stuff occasionally but i think he's pretty retired
1: okay okay i used to love mr fingers he just, oh he's yeah, just, he, he picked- passed
0: away right yeah i believe he i believe he passed away
1: yeah. I like Mr. Fingers and I like that Chicago Louis.
0: house, you know, and
1: little Louie
0: and, you know, Louis's still here and Louie's very active. No, not that yeah.
1: Louis, not little Louie, the French kiss.
0: Oh, little Louis. Louis. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Little Louis. Yes, 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 yes. Out of Chicago. Yeah. Two great, that Chicago? two great. His two albums on Epic are great. Oh, They were great. They are great. Great. And if you like that, you'll love this new David Morales. You'll okay. love it. I'm going to check it out. Cause it, I do. It, love it, love it. I
1: do like that kind of stuff. Um, all right. Uh, you want to do TLC first or cheer your, your choice.
0: <laughs> so you told me the new cheer was coming back. I had no idea. I was like, I'm not going to watch this shit. So of course over the weekend I put on one episode and next thing I know it was like episode 10. It was Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> um, it was interesting this time, right? It was interesting how you could clearly see they were filming it with Jerry. So you know that they had to edit out a lot of him because he became such the star in the first one. It was interesting that they had a full episode developed to when that whole thing went down. Why
1: don't you explain? I mean, basically, uh, he has he been he's been arrested, not convicted yet.
0: Well, he's yeah, he's been arrested. He's been in jail since. And being held since 2020.
1: And is it child pornography charges? Yeah, it's bad. Something, it's, it's bad. bad.
0: I it's mean, bad. they had the two young guys on there when, you know, you were really, and they found out only because, you know, like moms do. One right. of the kids had left his device down. You know, she was cleaning up their room and just picked yeah. up to do like mothers do because they were young boys. And yeah. she said she clicked on something. And the first thing she clicked on, she saw his Snapchat. And she looked in his private messages. And the first thing she saw was a video and clicked on it. And it was a man masturbating. And she went to her son and was like, who is this? And he was like, Jerry. And then he went back and she saw all the messages where he was saying, Mm. it's just really bad because it's just like. It's bad. It's it's just bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. But the show, I felt like handled it in a decent way. And this time we go to schools, their rival school, Which is uh was it the Trinity, which is across town, which has a black coach named Vante from Florida? So it's about the rivalry between the two schools, and I
1: have a crazy question Mm because I haven't watched it yet.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: It wasn't the school they were cheering for a junior college.
0: Yeah, and so is Trinity. So, how
1: did they fail all their classes and they're still in junior college? I'm being serious, like, shouldn't they they have graduated by now?
0: A bunch of them did. You will see that a bunch did okay. Because when this, this was kind of filmed almost right after at the same start, time, starting kinda... as that next season, that next okay. semester. That's why you see a bunch of them in there. But you can see a, a couple did graduate and you get, you meet some new kids. And okay. you see it and you see what happened when the competition got canceled because of COVID, a got bunch it. of the ones that you know also. They can't okay. come back. So it, it kind of time jumps a little bit, you know, because of because of the pandemic. But yeah, I, I was just a little confused. I was kind of snarky, but a lot I was of like, it, but you guys need to watch wouldn't... it. It was, it was in, it was interesting. And I thought they handled it well in the story as well. And they kind of focused a lot more on the judges and their not the judges, the coaches, a little bit. Kind right. of gave you the kids, but you could tell they were really pulling back going in with deep with the kids. So nobody else came out with a story that they were I like, I was gonna say we they were like okay, a star, we've got two but, of these kids right. who are
1: problematic. Maybe let's it, look at the nice lady with the good it, nails. I mean it
0: was it's kind of very that. <laughs> it's like I and like, I noticed We that, know we know yeah. she hasn't screwed up. I, I, I noticed on. that. I was like, I noticed that they're going really short on the kids, like, yeah, we're not <laughs> We're not making a star out of anymore. And going boys. to coach Cheryl Crow. Right. <laughs> she does look like Cheryl Crow. She does look like Cheryl Crow. She yeah. Does. And the black coach, Monte, is kind of fine. He's from Florida and Alabama. So, you know, he's giving you that. You know, he gives you shirt off jogging. You're like, oh, I see you, young trade. Hey, cheer for well, this. Well, like,
1: at least he's of age.
0: You know what I mean? Cheer- <laughs> This show's so inappropriate. <laughs> um, I think
1: that trying to have sex with
0: thirteen-year-old online mean, is way more inappropriate. Pretty... <laughs> and speaking of inappropriate, all
1: right, okay, let me just start this by saying <laughs> that my best friend several years ago was we were I was up at her house and we start watching this show and I'm 90 Day Fiance and I look at her and I said we have been friends since 1976. Mm -hmm. And I cannot believe we have shared boyfriends, we have shared toothbrushes, we -hmm. have shared a bed, not in a sexual way, but we Mm -hmm. have shared everything. And you haven't told me about this goddamn show. I am (laughs) questioning our friendship (laughs) as we speak. So as you know, TLC Courtney used to go, TLC, it's the learning channel. It is educational. I am learning about things like a K-1 visa, but. So Candace and I watch the show like on the phone and we'll call each other. I have now gotten to a point where 90 Day Fiance, this is before the 90 days. They haven't yet decided. I am now at a point where I feel like, I don't know if it's God or the FCC <laughs> or the voice are testing me. That they mm-hmm. This is a psychological test to see how much I can put up with.
0: <laughs> because it's just
1: it's it, it, between COVID. They're limited in terms of COVID of where they can shoot. So that's right. reality. I mean, they right. can't go bopping around all over the place. So you have a lot of people from these weird small towns in Michigan. And it's like, okay. Or that a lot of stuff set in Turkey, which is fine. But this year, 90 day, there's no one to root for. That's right. the first problem. Oh, is
0: that what's happening? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, there's one couple to root for, but that's the couple where I feel really bad. And I don't even want to say why I feel so bad. But those of you who watch the show, Caleb and Aline. Alina, Caleb and Alina, and if you watch the show, you will know why it's difficult to watch them. But and they're the most normal ones, but she is it's this just where it's TLC is just turned to there's just like it's a freak show now. The entire channel is a freak show. There's 22 year old girls who are the size of toddlers. There's <laughs> there's people popping, not even just zits, but like don't even know what's going on. There's people with funny feet having their feet examined. And then, Courtney, there's your new obsession. I
0: discovered this thing that I didn't know was a thing. (laughs) I Okay. I was scrolling through TikTok, and I see (laughs) these two girls, and one is going, you don't know how it is, Amy. You don't know how it is to be me. And then the other one goes, There are things you can do. My bills are paid, bitch. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I said it to a friend. He was like, oh, that's Thousand Pound Sisters. I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) What is a Thousand Pound Sister? He was like, oh, it's this show. And he sends me a link. And I was mortified at the antics of what I was seeing. Next thing I know, I had watched binge watched two seasons because there was two seasons of it. And now we're in season three. And Amy just bought a house. Other
1: Amy, I just want to, it's yes. not me. I have not bought a house, nor am I a thousand. Amy
0: bought a house because, <laughs> you know, she's had the surgery, even though she's still big. But she had her baby and she wants to have another baby and she's married and she wanted more room for Gage. But Tammy keeps getting fatter and she's partying with her friends and the guys that she hangs out with who's the BBW king and eating pizza and <sighs> drinking booze and just getting fat. And I'm sitting here like, why is this a television show? Why am I obsessed with it? Why am I scared for Tammy all of the time? Why am I sitting there clapping for Amy because Amy got a house? I was on Amanda's side yelling at the TV when she was arguing with Amy. It's it's a horrible TLC is the devil. It is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It used to always be on on that channel. No, but there's something. All right, I'm
1: going to say something. This is going to sound really, really because I watch the stuff, and obviously you watch the stuff for escapism. But there is something a little. (sighs) there's one thing about being overweight there's Mm -hmm. nothing i mean there's things wrong with being overweight but it's not my place to call if you're healthy whatever this is like these women are morbidly dangerously obese okay they are clearly there's some sort of inbreeding going on too because they just look
0: look at them Um, not talk about amy and tammy all
1: right but you know at some point it's just like is this all here to teach us a lesson about like, I mean, cause it is kind of intense. You're watching people like sort of self-destructing, which is the foundation of reality television. Let's face it. A lot of reality television. Let's see how drunk these crazy women can get. I still watch 90 day fiance. I watch Darcy and Stacy, which I really hate watch because those they're insane. I mean, (laughs) they're absolutely insane, but it is yeah, TLC. It's just one of those. I look forward to Sunday. I look forward to Sunday. It's the only time I know what day of the week it is. Other than the days we tape, and Sunday, it's like, because 90 Day Fiance, we got, and we just call each other up, Candace, and I go, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not working. Uh, but I'm glad that you're into the world of 90 days. It's now. so,
0: well, no, they're not 90 days. So I'm, I'm not 90
1: Day, that. TLC, TLC. No,
0: only this show. Yeah, and that's and, what
1: they all say, Courtney, no, it's listen, a gateway drug. <laughs> and, no,
0: listen, and I have so much shame around watching it, because- I look forward to the new episodes. Like, is she gonna tell Tammy about the house? And she and they're all scared of Tammy. You're I'm hooked. Like, I'm like, if Tammy can't do nothing. Like Tammy got got upset because she was scared of going up the ramp and she made a big fit and she was like, I don't wanna be here. I don't wanna be no. here. You're hooked. You're hooked.
1: Sorry. It's okay. Welcome to the welcome to uh, the terror dome. <laughs> okay.
0: It's so bad. It's all so right. horrible.
1: It's okay. You've done, it's okay. We're entitled. We're allowed to do it. We're allowed to do it. All right. What if, um, you want to talk about a little bit what you've been listening to
0: all weekend, Bananarama for some fucking reason, Bananarama.
1: It's because you're watching really overweight women and you're thinking (laughs) of (laughs) food.
0: No, I don't think that's it. But, But, but Bananarama, I've been so full on Bananarama. Interesting. Oh, shit. Bananarama. <laughs> what? I just
1: thought something bad was going to happen. Like, like mm-hmm. one of them, just something happened. Well, no. I have not been listening to Bananarama. Mm-hmm. I can, I think we can safely say that anytime we come and I can, you can safely say, and Amy has not been listening to Bananarama, not because mm-hmm. I don't like them, just because it would never occur to me. Their first I, deep,
0: skis, deep sea deep sea skiving for some reason. I've listened to that album over and over. And then I love their little political moment with rough justice and shit. I love that. I just love that. They them. had a political moment. Yeah. They tried to have a little moment where they were writing a little more serious songs. Oh, and okay. that, and that was, um, they didn't, they weren't as big a hits. And then they went to stock aching and Waterman. And that's when Venus and all of that. Right. Happened, and it all kinda, that came to all of that came. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I, I, i I kind of been well first off i haven't listened to it yet but i will for next week there's a new elvis costello record out that's supposed to be mm. fantastic i've been mm. listening started listening to a lot of buzzcocks i love the buzzcocks um y- you know there's all this pop punk stuff going on now and mm-hmm. not a one of them know what they're doing pop punk does not mean that you're up there in a miniskirt and playing your guitar fast and faking an english accent the songs right. suck Part of the pot about pop punk is the pop. You have to have like a good song. Right. And and the Buzzcocks were a punk band, but they had brilliant songwriting in, in Pete Shelley, who passed away a couple of years ago. And um, so I've just been listening. They only put out three albums in their peak, and then they continued on after Pete Shelley left the group. Uh, Singles Going Steady, which is like the best greatest hits record ever because there's not one song on it. Were a filler. It's like every song is perfect. You know, everybody's happy nowadays. Um, Lipstick. Um, Just perfect. Two and a half minutes, three minutes. Perfect little songs. I actually saw them. When did 78, 79, 79. Uh, Gang of Four opened up for them in San Francisco. And Gang of Four was so great that we almost forgot that the Buzzcocks were on the bill. That's how great we were. And then because I was listening to the Buzzcocks, I started listening to magazine. Because Harold Devoto and Pete Shelley used to be. Harold DeVoto used to be in the Buzzcocks. And then I don't know, just kind of went into this kind of late 70s, late 70s punk, British punk stuff The you know, not the better known groups. And then you're going to laugh your ass off when I tell you, but I started listening to a lot of Guam music. Do you know what Guam, (laughs) G-N-A-W-A, it's basically Sufi trance music.
0: Okay. It's the
1: music that the whirling dervishes dance
0: to. Okay. I
1: like that kind of like, I like kind of for someone who's never done hallucinogenics or nor do I smoke weed. I like kind of like losing myself in stuff. It's very, tra- I bet if you listen to it, you could hear elements of like dance music. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You have me interested actually.
1: Yeah. It's all very long and it's, you know, it's religious based and it's, it's, it's Moroccan. They have a big, huge Moroccan, uh, world music festival. At least they used to, uh, they don't do it anymore, Mm -hmm. but it's just sort of put it on and just kind of zoned out. Um, it's, Yes, yeah, so I was listening to two and a half minute songs that are punchy and then 10 minute songs that have no beginning, middle or end. Nice. I think that sums up our life. Kind of, right? sort
0: of. That's New York right now. Right now. <laughs> um,
1: anything you would like to say in terms of anything else or you want to you do the thing you do?
0: I would like to say that it's cold in New York and I hate it, but we are getting through this bitch and wear your mask, wash your hands, do what you got to do. Can we just get over this shit? Now, <laughs> on the lighter, get
1: vaccinated. You know what I mean?
0: Something. Because like, yeah. fuck, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like mistake. Well, we know
1: how to end it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> kind of, sort of. So and we- I would really
1: love our mayor to stop talking about how resilient you are, because that's like, we're not getting through this because we're resilient. We're getting through it because we're intelligent and not taking chances. So don't you know. don't make it sound. It's only to, honestly, Courtney. It's. I mean, you and I take chance, You know, don't take chances, and we've done the right thing. But it's also just luck of the draw that neither one of us have got sick. It's,
0: it's completely luck of the draw. Because it's I, I, mean, I have we're, been, we're doing object, the right thing. We're doing the right have,
1: thing, but I, I know tons would, of
0: people. I know I have friends who are doing the fucking right, the same as me. I have friends right. who did. I had one friend who who's not leaving his house. For two-plus years, and he finally started, like, poking his head out, and then he got it. You know what I mean? I have a friend who, like me, just had been in the house with her family and her kids, saw her parents on on Christmas, got it from the the partner of, of one of her parents. So- you know, it's you can be careful. It really is like pulling a slot machine at this point. Yeah, you know so I, mean? I don't
1: want to hear about resilient. Well, you know, Mayor swag. it's not resilience. It's just us being smart. And if you get it, hopefully you won't
0: be sick. We're also over it. And on that note, you know what to do, kids. Like us, love us, leave a comment. Everywhere you listen to us, thank you. Thank you to Pantheon Podcast Network. Remember, we're thank there you. every Thursday. Check them out because on 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 Pantheon now has its own dedicated channel on Apple. We have our own dedicated channel on Pandora where you can find our show living in both of those spaces. And we have our own dedicated show channel at Apple. We're everywhere. So thank you guys. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for all of the activity on our Facebook page. I'm going to let you finish all one word because we see you guys. We talk to a lot of you every day. You comment on a lot of the stuff we post. Thank you for the, the DMs and stuff on uh, IG it I'ma let you finish in Y and all of the commentary on Twitter at FinnaShyma, you know, follow us all there, tell a friend, pass it on we're here every week some weeks we have guests some weeks we have surprises some, pleases, some weeks it's just us being just us and on that note, Amy, take us home Bye!
1: <laughs> Bye <Hi. Hi>, everybody! <laughs>